Welcome to the daily devotional podcast of Meadowbrook Church, loving Jesus by loving people. For more information about who we are, find us online at www.meadowbrook.ca. Suffering feels bad. Now, it's probably not wise to be so controversial, but we will nonetheless say it again. Suffering feels bad. There are trials of life that are smaller, more annoying and frustrating than anything else. And then there are major trials that shake our foundation and shatter our securities and devastate our emotions. And then there's a world of things in between, all manner of suffering and struggle, where we clearly see that this world we live in is not heaven, and we long for the day when we are released from it and reunited with Jesus face to face in the place where there are no more tears. Yet in a wonderful example of easier said than done, Scripture calls us to find the joy even in the trials, to be thankful in all circumstances, to worship even when we're not feeling it, to press on and to press through the difficulty. We're not promised an absence of storms in this life. We are promised grace and strength to withstand the storms of life. As the storm clouds begin to escalate, as they continue to gather for the believers of the early church, we see their attitude even as their lives are getting scarier and scarier. In yesterday's verses, they have been publicly whipped and threatened by the Jewish authorities. Acts chapter 5 verses 41 through 42 continues. The apostles left the Sanhedrin rejoicing because they had been counted worthy of suffering disgrace for the name. Day after day in the temple courts and from house to house, they never stopped teaching and proclaiming the good news that Jesus is the Messiah. Suffering for the sake of the name of Jesus is a promise that we're given in scripture, and it's not one that we typically sing about or celebrate in the church. We are told that if we are to follow after Jesus, we will face persecution. We're told that we'll have to take up our own cross if we're going to follow after him. We're told that the servant is not greater than the master, and if the master suffered in this life, we will too. Now admittedly, this is not the nicest thought, but here we have the apostle setting an example for us, going on their way after a flogging and after threats, and they're actually rejoicing in their suffering. They are thrilled that they have been found worthy to suffer for Jesus' name. They're actually excited that their suffering persecution means that they are more like Jesus, and so they wear it as a badge of honor. It seems that sometimes we whine a whole lot more over a whole lot less than these apostles did, and that should challenge our perspective on these things. The Sanhedrin has just ordered them to stop preaching about Jesus, but the text here says they never stopped declaring that Jesus is the Messiah. Threats don't slow them down, beatings don't phase them at all, they keep spreading the word and keep holding on to their faith, inspiring us with their example. Now, you may not perhaps have suffered physical affliction or jail time for your Christian testimony, but today, take some time to think about anywhere where you might have suffered in any way for the name of Jesus. If the answer to that is, well, I never have, then what might that suggest? Is it perhaps you are quiet or disengaged? Are you not sharing or speaking up about Jesus in your life? And if you have suffered somewhere, have you reached the place of rejoicing over it yet? And how can the apostles today inspire you with their example wherever you land on that question of suffering? Mm-hmm.